Good morning, Noodleberg Daily Huddle. Yes, sir. Good morning, everybody. So, um, I assume today you're going to tell us what you're looking for. <laughs> there, we're going to we're going to talk a lot about what you're looking for, how to find it, how to get there, what it's about. Rachel Barden in the house. Super coaching call yesterday. Good morning. Daily huddle. It's good to see you guys. Over the collar for you guys. No t shirt. Over the collar. Michael Marin in the house. Lindsay Ray coming to us from St. Pete. Todd B taking in the beach life. Ron Hale in the house. Hey, Ron, come on. Those people that actually. Go ahead. But if you dig into the words of all of these YouTube songs, they're unbelievable. Yeah, they're, they're so like rich. They're like poetry. I mean, you put the music to it, it just blows it away. I mean, they're a fabulous, fabulous. They are, uh, first of all, they're, they're very faith-based. They've got strong faith within the correct. band. That's um, correct. Constantly talking about their faith and believing and all of that. So it's very rich in meaning all of their words. And in that video, which if you're not in the Facebook group, you don't see the video get posted. The official video for that song is literally them walking through the streets and they're playing music as they're walking through the streets and they're meeting people. And I mean, to me, that it's it's so great. So before we jump, to, so for those of you that are new, I don't know how many of you are, but today is Takeover Thursday. So our normal format Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday is that my dad sits in the driver's seat. He runs the content. We go back and forth a little bit. Um, but Thursdays is my day to run the content. Usually it's something that I'll write about. I'll get inspiration from somewhere, which, ah, key word, foreshadowing, inspiration. Um, but I'll get it from somewhere. We'll write about it. And I'll lead the, the talk about the content that we're talking about. We'll go back and forth. So, and just so that you guys are aware, just to be clear, if you haven't picked up on it yet, it is a competition, okay? <laughs> I'm creating content like I like I was 25 years old, man. It's like it is always a competition. Um, always a competition, man. So, so good morning, everybody. I want to start with an email that I got uh, the other day from Bill Murphy. It was actually yesterday, and it was it's the title of it was "Happy How to Be Happy," and I kind of okay. read it as "Happy to Be Happy." Tell who Bill Murphy is. So Bill Murphy used to write for Inc. Magazine. He broke off and started doing his own thing and created a newsletter, an entire following around what he does. And he puts out unbelievable content. Um, so it's a great follow. Jake had at one point put together a list of the Noodleberg Daily Reads 
all the things that you had subscribed to that right. you you know were reading and we put together a comprehensive list and put it out in the Facebook huddle. So if you're interested in getting content into your inbox every day, that's one of the things that we do. Um, you know, every It's a mandate for every coaching client to create new inputs, you know, because exactly. you to create better outputs. So clearly you know, that's part of mindset. We think, you know, as we talk about mindset, what you're putting into your mind affects what comes out and affects all the outcomes. So it's all about the inputs. So anyways, I get it. I get an email that says how to be happy. And I read it as happy to be happy. And I thought somebody was pranking me because when I was eight years old, I think I was eight. I was the best man for my dad's wedding to Jake's mother, Sylvia. And my my best man speech, which, of course, you, you don't get excused from anything in the Noodleberg family. It doesn't matter the age. Step up to the plate. Step up to the podium. There you go, baby. Speech at eight years old. And I pretty much for 10 minutes rambled on using the word happy in every other sentence. I'm happy that he's happy, that she's happy, that we're happy. And it's, it, was, it was a running joke in the family for a long time. Oh, it still is. <laughs> <laughs> but point being to this is when I read it, um, I, you know, I got into the article and started reading and it's unbelievable information about how to be happy. And I'll give you the actual takeaway right away up front to it. And the quote is the lessons about wealth or fame or working harder and harder. The clearest message that we can get from this 75 year study is that good relationships keep us happier and healthier. And so backing that out now, some of the stats that they had talked about, 14% um, of American adults say they're very happy now. In 2018, the number who called themselves very happy was 31%. So that's a drastic drop in one year. Obviously, that has a lot to do with the pandemic and what's happening to people in the first six months of this year. But just another tidbit the number has never been less than 29% in the history since 1972. So, wow, look at what's happening. People have been forced to go into their homes, less human interaction, and people are less happy overall. So, or, you know, drives, or, yeah. or the other side of this, like um, I've had some people on tell me something good who have embraced that which is part of the things about adversity is if you embrace it, wrap your arms around it. Jonathan Lieberman, who was on yesterday, talked about what an uncanny thing that he's in the house with his teenagers and they're outside, they're playing games, they're doing all kinds of stuff. The stuff that Jake, you know, and, and I, and you got to share over, over that time, you know, so it's really a matter of perspective when you talk about stuff like that. And just so that everybody knows, Gary Merkin, who used to be the publisher at um, Inc. Magazine, and who, who is uh, here, if you haven't seen his Tell Me Something Good, jump in. I will post the article so that everybody can see it. And I think the other point to that is, you know, now has never been a better time to just double down on your efforts to manage the relationships that you have because it's never been easier, right? So. If you're not familiar with the tools of social media, of how to connect with people, you should be reaching out to do those things because it's going to affect your health directly. The better the quality relationships that are around you, the better you feel, the happier you are. And who does not want to be happy? So that's where we're starting this morning.
couple of shout outs. Uh, Christopher Schoenfeld from uh, Boca City, uh, City Furniture. Welcome to the party, man. Love being awesome. Fellow Noel, fellow Noel, fellow South Floridian Broward guy. Is he a Noel? Oh, shoot. I I instantly have. uh, (laughs) No. And um, Denise Perez, thank you. Uh, Excellent call yesterday. Really enjoyed, um, you know, seeing and talking to you yesterday. So good stuff. All right. So jumping into the next bit of content that we're going to talk about, and we're going to ju- we're going to talk about inspiration versus motivation, because if you read the definitions of the word, and I'm going to give them both to you right now, they sound the exact same motivation, the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. Okay. Inspiration. The process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something, especially to do something creative. So the definitions of the word would make you think that they're very similar or almost the same thing. And my belief is that they're actually complete opposites. And I would I would liken it to the push-pull mentality of working out. Okay. When when you're in the gym and you're trying to create balance between your muscles and your bodies, there's a push-pull mentality. Some exercises, you're pushing weight, and some exercises, you're pulling weight, right? So like the bench press, you're pushing weight off of your chest. That's a push exercise. You know, a row where you're taking the weight and you're pulling it to your body and you're rowing to work your back muscles, that's a pull exercise. I would say that motivation and inspiration are a push-pull exercise. Motivation pulls you to do things while inspiration pushes you to do things. What do you think about that? That's a really interesting thought. I think people throw the words around um, pretty freely. One of the things I've learned in my career is that you cannot motivate somebody who doesn't want to be motivated. So I think my job has always been can I inspire you to motivate yourself, which is a real bam, you know, um, you know, I, I, I think, you know, in, in I'm, I've gotten good. I flex the muscle of motivating myself. You know, I don't, I have external sources of inspiration, people I admire, people I respect, people who are doing great things that pushes me to motivate me to do good shit. And I would challenge you on that, that you're an inspired individual, which is kind of feeding into what we're going to talk about tomorrow, but you're inspired. You have a purpose. And so to me, let, let, let's get through some of the things. I want to break the words apart real quick. Good. I love it. And this is cool. I love it. Motivation is temporary, right? Motivation lasts for a single event, a moment. Each time you hit the alarm clock, you pick up the pen, you sit at the computer, you pick up the phone. You have to remind yourself why you need to do that thing, not necessarily why you want to do that thing. So to me, like going to the gym, most people aren't inspired to get into better shape. They're motivated to get into better shape and they need a constant reminder on why they have to eat what they need to eat, why they need to work out the way they need to, because they're reminded on why they need to do it, not why they want to do it, as opposed to being inspired which I would say inspired, you have a clear vision of what you want and how you want to get it. And it's committed behavior to that outcome. 
you know, to me, you're an inspired individual. You have a clear sense of your own purpose, but then you take in motivation to push yourself to do the things even harder or at another level. So when you combine inspiration and motivation, wow, where can you really go? But if you're just motivated, I don't know that you're going to go be in it for the long haul. Love it. Love it. Love it. A quick shout out. A new guest today, Sass Madison. I'm so glad you're, you're along for the ride. Um, you inspire me. I love all the work that you do. Um, any, anyway, you know, here's the thing that, and I love this topic, man. Good for you. I, I, I noticed that when I would get hired as a speaker, they would always say, hey, man, we're really looking for somebody to come in and motivate the team. And I would challenge them. I go, listen, I'm going to be there for 45 minutes. They could be motivated for the time we're together and then walk out of the room and they're not motivated anymore. Thank you right. for spending the money with me, but let's figure out the root cause. Um, <laughs> LT says he must drink a lot of Red Bull. None. <laughs> None. <laughs> None. Um, so, you know, I would notice that that motivation without action is just a dream. You know, most people don't act on the motivation. Ooh, I feel motivated. And then they'll do something and then stop. And so I think you bring up a really good point where people get, you know, the, that's why I look at inputs. All of the inputs I get in the day, inputs could be you're watching the tube and you're watching all of the crazy shit that's going on in the world. And it is crazy right now. Or you can actually track and, you know, follow and, and with intention, put good stuff in with people who are doing good things and get inspired. That story I told about the pastor who, you know, went to that house in Africa and took the kid and they ran six miles to get the kid to the hospital. That's pretty inspiring. <laughs> you know, that's an action. Bang, you take me right to the next point, which is to me, inspiration can come from anywhere just the way motivation does. But once you have inspiration, you really have three things. You have understanding, you have belief, and you have commitment to a purpose, right? So like you've once you find what that purpose is, and then you have an under, a clear understanding of what it is, you have a strong belief in it and faith about it because there's going to be negatives, there's going to be positives, and inspiration carries you through it. It's the rock that handles all of the emotion, right? And then the committed behavior to doing those things it breaks it down very simply. I'd You have to be inspired at some point. Motivation is great. That's going to help you push through some hard times. But inspiration you know, we talk about mental neutrality all the time, right? So you, you have to be neutral in your decision making. You can't make emotional decisions, but it's perfectly healthy to ride the wave of inspiration. Sometimes you're super inspired because you're feeling it, you're motivated, you're going. But if you're inspired, it never really goes away. It might lighten. You might not be as inspired one day. It might be a harder day for you. But because you're inspired, you're going to push through it. So, so, you know, where your brain is, is always, it, it really admire, I, I admire and, and it, that in and of itself is, you know, inspiring. But what you, I think what people wind up, it becomes a, a big responsibility to motivate yourself, to inspire yourself, to do all of that. And people run away from that responsibility, that fear of, ah, you know, ah, I got to do it myself. So, you know, when we talk about mindset, you know, I, 
people ask me all the time, oh, you're a born salesman. I go, listen to me. You know, if you're a shitty person, you're going to be a shitty salesperson. Just the, right. you know, the nature of it all. If you're a good person and you lose goodness and your core is all about goodness, well, why wouldn't you be inspired to do good for more people? Do it once, then scale it, you know? So that's not motivational. You may motivate somebody, you know, who sees that, but then it's incumbent upon them to actually do it and, you know, take that torch and run with it because it's all self-responsibility. I mean, really, you know, and it sounds, you know, cruel, but it, but it really is. In this game, you're alone. You got to do it, you know, yourself. And I'll liken that to the leaders that are out there. When I built culture within a special teams unit every friday night before a game we would have a special teams meeting where i would be in front of the team i used that as an opportunity to motivate knowing full well that that motivation wasn't going to carry to the next day right but if i could move them emotionally in that 20 minute meeting the night before if i had already built the inspiration from the day that we started practicing in August, now I'm combining everything to get everybody going. So if you have a sales meeting once a week, you can motivate your people in that meeting. But once they leave that meeting, that motivation is gone. They sit back at their desk and they go, I hate this bullshit. I'm not committed to this purpose. This sucks. I don't want to do it. But well, if you do it funny. the right way and you right. inspire them, then that, that actually has an effect. You know, it's funny because uh, Coach Wanstad is the king of this, and we talked about it, and he's going to come on the huddle um, and talk about friendly fire. You know, that's when, you know, that's when there's a leader motivating, and then the people inside beat the shit out of each other. Ah, this guy's crazy. You know, those are internal cancers, which you cannot control. That's an individual thing. LT was asking, what does my shirt say? And so that's why I'm standing up. You know, it's, it's vision, focus, belief, patience. Hustle, baby. Words. Thought it was Words. We support. We do support. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, you know what? It, it is black. like a Black Lives Matter shirt. It does. It looks like that. That's really funny. That's that awesome. is really, really funny. Um, so, so you know, I think it, it it doubles back to the fact that words matter. You know, when you say Black Lives Matter, that it, you know, all the words matter. That's why I wear sayings. I just bought a t-shirt that says, boom, because I say it all the time, boom, you know, something happens, boom, I'm, I'm happy for you. And I think this points to another thing. And I've talked about it in the huddle is that people that are motivated and inspiring and whatever, they're achieving things in their life because they understand that the world is very abundant. They're getting theirs not at the cost of somebody else. My, your success with us working together costs me nothing. I want you to go to the moon. Forget about that you're my son and you're the president of our company. I feel the same way about every person that I coach. I absolutely want them to get the best that they can be. And that's where coaching and motivation and inspiration is. Listen, you know, when we talked about it in the huddle the other day, um, you know, you know, it's just, you know, what's the bar? What's possible? Right. You know, I think that's what inspiration is, is when someone sets the bar, Roger Bannister broke the four minute mile in 1968. No one had ever done a four minute mile before. You know, that year, five people did it. Is that inspiring or is that motivating? 
You know, right. uh, Jim, Jim Barrett says, is music inspiring or motivating? Right. And I, so to Word. me, and it depends on what it does to you because inspiration is your strategy. Inspiration gives you the roadmap, whereas motivation moves you in a couple steps. So where we talk about strategy and tactics and strategy is the overall, you know, overall plan of how you're going to get there and what you're going to do. And the tactics are the individual activities with inside of that. It's the same for me with inspiration. You combine inspiration with motivation and I guarantee you success. If you are motivated without being inspired, you're just being really moved to do an activity that is not going to lead to consistent results throughout a longer process. So, so it's interesting because when I founded the daily huddle, um, years ago in one of my first businesses, I, I gave it the moniker, motivation, inspiration, inspiration and activation. So right. that means none of this happens unless you do the work. Exactly. <laughs> if, you know, we exactly. talk to people all day long and when we do these LinkedIn webinars, which have been tremendously successful, the minute someone connects with us afterwards, they don't do what we told them to do. So, you know, forget about inspiration and motivation. You got to do the work. You got to sweat. You got to do it. And that's what it's all about. Let's close with what LT said. LT said, let's all go sell some shit. Today. Let's go. Thanks Love for it. being here. Stay Stay on the ball. Ball. Great job, Noodleberg. Let's go.